0: welcome to the trucknology podcast brought to you by Invase technologies where the code meets the road i'm your host brian fish and today, I'd like to welcome to the podcast from Invase Technologies, COO Lance Tebold and CEO Larry Cuddy. Gentlemen, thanks for coming on the podcast today and welcome.
1: Yeah. Hey, thanks, Brian. i um, really excited to, to share some of our thoughts and roadmap with you about what's going on not only in Invase but, you know, in general. And it's uh, re- really exciting and, and thanks for having us on.
2: Yeah, great to be here, Brian. Thank you, Lance and
0: Larry. Before we get started, a word from our sponsor.
2: Are you buried in paperwork? Does your day seem like one endless phone call or email with an upset customer? Do you struggle to keep the wheels turning and your drivers grinning? Do you need to create more time in your day to grow and manage your operations? Once upon a time, that was me. But I called in Vase Technologies, and now my days are filled with rainbows and unicorns. As well as happy customers, Invase Technologies, where the code meets the road.
0: Larry, first question: You've been pretty busy over the last eighteen to twenty-four months. Why did you start this venture? What made you want to form Invase? And also, what does Invase mean?
1: Yeah, great, great question, Brian. Been been pretty busy. Uh, so this really started as um, you know. As an as an afterthought, being in on the motor carrier side and then also on the finance side, and and finally decided to dust off, you know, a business plan and look at it again and say, okay, how is the software that's driving the intermodal and trade space today? How is that impactful in in what we're doing in our business use case for the motor carrier that I was working for at the time? And, and I found that there just wasn't a good. General understanding of business knowledge and business use case that were applicable to the software. So at that point, I, you know, I say I had my gearshift moment and decided to go back to that original thought process and that original business plan, dust it off and uh, started looking at it again and, and rehashing it. And was out on date night with my wife one night and thought, "What are we going to name this thing? If we name this company, what are we going to call it?" And uh, my wife is fluent in, in three different languages, and uh, I thought. Well, let's stay in the theme of of Spanish. It's pretty cool. What's container meaning in Spanish? And she gave me that immediately. It was invase, and so that's how uh, the name of the company spawned. Is on a on a great date night with my wife, and uh, we came up with the name, and and then it was born.
0: That's a great story. So invase is container in Spanish.
1: Correct. Yeah. Yeah. That's You're awesome.
0: It. That's awesome. So, so Lance, um, uh, Larry alluded a little bit to his background, how, how he got to where we are right now. Uh, wh- what about you? What's your background? How did you get into uh, this weird space? I like to call this weird space between trucking and technology, uh, trucknology. Uh, um, it's it's kind of um, that unique area, that weird and wacky area where um, where these two forces collide. Uh, what brought you to this uh to this industry, where did you come from?
2: The truck knowledge. I like that. Uh so I, I started my career in the transportation industry. Uh after a stint in the military and the defense contracting world, I worked for the largest supplier of marine chassis in the United States, Direct Chassis Link. Uh spent four, four and a half years with them and came up with the idea that would become secure space, which was really an Airbnb shared economy marketplace uh, for the buying and selling of industrial real estate, uh, specifically for the use of parking trucks, uh, containers, trailers, really transportation uh, equipment. So my co-founders and I launched that company in late 2017. And then we we went out to market, started with a single yard in Los Angeles. It was a, a partner that had some extra acreage. Listed that space, sold it, grew it to about 1,000 facilities by late 2020. Uh, and at that point in time, we were looking to raise more capital. Larry came knocking and said, hey, why don't you join us over here at Invase? We're putting together something really exciting and would like to have you guys be part of that. And so October 2nd of last year, 2020, uh, Secure Space officially joined the Invase family.
0: Excellent. And uh, glad to have you on board. Um, uh, Larry, uh, an analogy I like uh, to compare the the genesis of Invase to is is a big band leader uh, bringing together a band or an ensemble ensemble of musicians. You know, you've got different uh, sections, your horn section, percussion, string sessions, and you have to put together a cohesive, harmonious product. Is that a good comparison of what you've been up to over the last 24 months?
1: Yeah, I, I think I think that's a great comparison. And, and one thing I, I did want to just backtrack quickly on Brian, I love your analogy of truckology. Um, and, and so I did want to give you props for also noting that uh, our corporate la- you know tagline is code meets road. And so uh, I know that you were the the brain behind that. So uh, you know I love that. I want to add one more to the truck- truckology. Is that what about drayology? You know, I think we could have a hybrid of that as well, right? Well, so if we're going to be a drayman, we could be drayology. So, uh, you know, just... Brian, if you ever get tired of doing what you're doing for us regularly, there's always room for you in our marketing department. Well, hey,
0: you know, trucking has has its own modes of transportation. Why doesn't, you know, TMS have its own modes of software?
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure. So I I love your analogy of, uh, you know, of the orchestra coming together. Um, There are so many moving parts to this, you know, where we've got, you know, a brass section, uh, you know, a a percussion section, um, you know, certainly different sections of the orchestra and, and it's really getting them all in sync with one another we all practice independently of one another we hone in our our own individual skills and then collectively we're bringing those together now so it's a great analogy by the way and and that's really what we're doing is we're creating our ensemble of in our big orchestra of really the ecosystem of the drage intermodal world and that is really really exciting because we'll have solos as well right so the part of that that's really fun and, and unique is that they'll, we'll have part of our, you know, part of our orchestra may stand up and they'll have their own, you know, solo. And we've got one that's happening right now. So a company that, uh, we, we recently acquired is uh, Draymaster and they had a re- really unique technology that was, um, they were developing and uh, we've renamed it, it's called Order AI. And that's now gonna spread out across all of our platforms and getting that adoption from each one of the business unit leaders in each one of uh, the, you know, the legacy companies is, is really exciting. So we're practicing a new piece of music and so we can look at, at spreading that across uh, our whole orchestra. So it's, it has been an absolute blast um, we are just really excited about the next steps and the next gen that we're building. And uh, we've got a phenomenal team backed behind Invase.
0: Yeah, we're, we're, we are all absolutely excited about the direction we're going in, Larry. And, and Lance, to kind of continue on that um, analogy, bringing the band together, uh, as, as one of those individual pieces, uh, what were the challenges like for you uh, becoming part of a larger unit?
2: Yeah, there's there are a multitude of challenges when you when you take a bunch of pieces and you put them together. You know, I think specifically for the SecureSpace team, we were your your typical startup, uh, kind of a run and gun environment, and Vase is a much larger organization comprised of these many pieces. Uh, so I don't know that it was a, a challenge in a negative way, but it, it has been an interesting transition to go from that um, that very startup you know, move fast, break things mentality, to we have a large number of customers across in that we need to support. This is mission critical software uh, that we provide to, you know, many, many thousands of drivers on a daily basis and and hundreds of carriers. And so it's important that we kind of askew that startup mentality and ensure that we have the, uh, we have the systems operating at green uh, at all times of day and night. so that, that's been one of the one of the challenges and one of the transitions that the Secure space team and I have made over the last six months. Question that came in from uh, my good friend, Mark DiMaria over on the
0: Profit Tool side, uh, Jersey Mark, as I like to call him. Uh, Mark asked for some um, uh, from you guys, what do you guys use to keep up on trends in, in the industry, resources, uh, publications? Um, Lance, why don't you uh, answer that first?
2: Yeah, yeah. So I think there's, some, there's a couple of great spots to, uh, to gather kind of the, the latest and greatest. JOC and FreightWaves, they, they hit my inbox every single morning. Uh, I'm connected to quite a few of their employees and reporters on LinkedIn. So I see a lot of the breaking stuff there. LinkedIn is another great uh, avenue to stay on top of this. My my professional LinkedIn network is highly curated towards this industry. Um, so if they're shippers, motor carriers, or the steamship lines, um, you know, they are a lot of my, I don't think we call them friends on LinkedIn. I think we just call them connections. Uh, so connections on LinkedIn are constantly keeping me up to date uh, there. Great. Larry.
1: Yeah. I, you know, the start of my morning uh, is about an hour and a half of just reading anything that's happened in the space from a global perspective, and then I bring it down to you know a North American perspective. So I, I read uh, every day, uh, without a doubt, usually starting somewhere around 4.30 in the morning, and I, and I start reading about uh, all the different things, whether it be from a steamship line, or railroad perspective, from a trucking perspective, and then the different modes that happen within the trucking perspective. What I try to look at is all the different things and all, all the different new things that are happening across supply chain as a whole. So I'm intrigued by not only the different modes, but also the concepts that are being applied into supply chain, because we're such an integral part of how supply chain move. And that's really part of our, our, our next gen is how we be a disruptor. To help and assist the other global and regional and local supply chains to perform better. And that's really, you know, showing how the intermodal and the drainage space can impact that, both upstream and downstream. So I'm, I'm always, always looking at various things. I also have a, a very strong network um, with MA folks that also that are in the, the banking industry. So I look at uh, I, again, all genres in, in terms of trying to find information that is applicable to what we're doing at Invase.
0: Thanks for those recommendations, guys. I've been in trucking for 25 years now. I know how hard it is to make money in this industry. There's plenty of opportunities out there for a carrier or a trucker to lose money. And I'm talking about per diems, the marriage, especially in intermodal. What are we doing here at Invase to help smooth out those challenges? That's the goal of technology: is to make life easier for us as a whole, for our customers specifically. So, what are we focusing on for products and services here at Invase?
1: You know, really, what can we do to help? Uh, you know, strengthen the bottom line of a motor carrier in terms of how do we make it more efficient for them. When we, when we look at everything that we do within in Vase affects what I call four stakeholders and the four stakeholders are most importantly, the drivers, dispatch operations, the management of the motor carriers, and then the motor carriers customer. So everything that we do in Vase is clearly directed line of sight on each one of those stakeholders. And one of the things that we help that we hope that we can assist and help in is that how do you drive better bottom line? And that's through optimization and utilization of your drivers. And so if you can help your driver be more efficient um, by either getting a half a turn, a quarter of a turn, and as crazy as that sounds, we're not talking about full turns. We're talking about quarter and half returns. If we can help maximize that and you have a two truck fleet or a thousand truck fleet, that turns into real money. We also starting to take a look at how we actually optimize from a street turn perspective. And so street turns are, you know, when you can triangulate that particular move, that's more money for anybody. So we're identifying the gaps in terms of where the empties, where the loaded containers are, how much time it's gonna take you to get in and out of a ramp, out of the port, wherever that may be. We try to give that all of that information, condense it, push it out into normalized format, for our dispatches, our operation folks and our drivers, so they can become more efficient in their day and do more loads and do more with less, as I say. So that's that's really what we are doing on a, you know, on an hourly basis. Uh, every person in the entire invasi organization is focused on how to accomplish and how to give that back to, you know, the motor carrier community.
0: Yeah, you're absolutely right with the, um, you know, that that quarter turn, that half a turn a day being, being important because profit margins are so small in this industry. Everything's built on volume and, and it adds up not only for the driver, making that extra quarter turn, half turn per day, but for the company as well. So, so I see where you're coming from there. That, that makes absolute sense. Uh, Lance, uh, any thoughts from you there?
2: Yeah. You know, at the beginning of the question, there was this you know, the big expenses, fuel, insurance, and kind of a litany of other other things. In addition to what Larry's talking about there, where we can drive utilization and optimization of uh, a driver's time, you know, coming at it from the secure space angle, which is really the marketplace um, that is going to underpin the Invasa ecosystem, you know, the average fleet is quite small in the US intermodal industry. Uh, you know, I think sub 10 drivers on average. Um, and a lot of these carriers don't have any purchasing power. right? If you're running two to 10 trucks, you have no purchasing power available to you. The Invase ecosystem represents the largest combination of intermodal and drayage drivers in the United States um, by a very wide margin. And you know, we're building out a, a marketplace right now that aggregates a lot of that purchasing power together Uh, That's going to give participants in our TMS ecosystem and in our marketplace ecosystem the ability to enjoy that purchasing power uh, in our Invase Exchange marketplace. So that's a really exciting thing that we've been at work on since SecureSpace joined the family and uh, looking forward to introducing that to to our customers today and to the industry at large uh, here later on this year.
0: Yeah, that's great thanks Lance and and uh, I'll back you up on the point of um, you know most of the um, carriers the trucking companies today are less than 10 trucks I've been here on the sales side of profit tools for six months a little over six months or so or so now and I'd say 85 ninety percent of the prospects that that are, are looking at profit tools are less than ten trucks so yeah that that's the market and and um, you know the having a A um, a, a TMS having a a suite of products tailored to that market, I think, is is um, is the direction to go. And so that's that's exciting news there.
1: Yeah.
0: Larry, anything else you'd like to add there?
1: Yeah. You know, I think the the cool thing is, you know, as Lance said, we've got really two. Really fun, exciting things that are going to be released in, in Q3, Q4 this year. It's our Invasi marketplace, as Lance alluded to, where you'll get fuel and insurance and all those things that are dedicated to the to the Drayman. Um, and so we're really quite excited about that particular marketplace, and, and it's called Invasi Exchange, by the way. So um, the the second one is. We're going to look, we're going to release Invasé light and Invase light is just as Lance and you have said it's, it's targeted towards the 10 trucks and less and uh, that's the really, really fun part that we're going to do is that we're going to go uh, come out with a, a freemium model and so you're going to get that for free if you're a single owner operator, you're going to get that that really robust TMS light for free. Um, uh, that has never been done in our space, and we're really excited about offering that out to uh, to the community. so we're really we're really geared up for what we've got in store. We just haven't taken our our legacy companies that are all underneath the Invase umbrella today. We're actually moving forward with our next gen products. and so look for those uh, coming really soon and look for them on our website and and look for them through uh, talking with our sales and and marketing folks such as yourself. So, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's onwards and upwards for the remaining portion of, uh, 2021.
0: That's right. Looking forward to that. The future is definitely bright here. Uh, it's nice to see our industry in the mainstream media. And what I'm referring to is, is the saga of the ever given, um, getting stuck in the Suez canal, you know, intramodal, nobody talks about intramodal until, until a big ship gets stuck in the desert. And, and that's all everybody talks about, you know, but I think, you know, one of the, uh, bigger, uh, more, um, Uh, longer issues going on is is the delay outside of the ports of LA and Long Beach uh, caused by a number of different factors, COVID being one of them, and and then the disruption, uh, lack of um, trucks, lack of equipment, et cetera, et cetera. Um, But what should we be focusing on as a technology provider to address these kind of larger scale challenges that our industry faces?
1: Yeah, great, great question, Brian. It's, it's all about visibility and transparency, right? And that's right. one of the reasons why in, in our in our particular section of transportation as the intermodal and in drayage mode, there isn't a lot of visibility there. And that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to create that light and that visibility and transparency on actually what happens. And usually uh, in the supply chain aspect, when it gets on the back of a truck, it goes dark and you can't necessarily find out what the status of that container is or that sku or really where that sits today so um, one of the things that we're we're bringing to market is a new track and trace product the track and trace environment um, can be useful to multiple parties, whether it be to a VCO, whether it be to a you know another shipper, to a motor carrier, to an end customer, whoever it may be. We want to take that that next step and develop a much cleaner, better UX/UI in terms of how we how we visualize information and normalize information, but give it out to the community so they can see what's going on. And I think that that will help. Um, potentially alleviate some of the anticipation about where is my product? Where is my container? So we're, we're really looking forward to how we can help with that. We were just out, uh, Lance and I were just out at a think tank out in California um, that we brought together our motor carrier uh, community. And we also brought together uh, the, ca- the terminals from uh Long Beach in LA and we got such a great response and listening to really what their needs are and understanding you know what their pressure points were and what their bottlenecks are and so we, we have some really strong takeaways from that meeting and hopefully we can start to you know help and give back to you know that particular community as well.
0: Hey, that's a great segue, Larry, into my next question, because my next question is about the forum, the forum that we hosted in the L.A. area. And Lance, you were there, so maybe you can answer this. Um, We brought together, as Larry mentioned, some of the leaders in the Drage community from that area and asked them for their input as to what they like to see in the new generation of tech products. Uh, First of all, who was there, what kind of people were there, and what kind of responses did you get?
2: Yeah, and I'll, 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 I'll take a crack at that, and then I want to back up and, and tie it into what we can do as a technology provider as well. And sure. Kind of that question. Sure. Um, so at the, at the Think Tank, we had great representation from many of the leading motor carriers in Los Angeles and Long Beach, which is the uh, primary gateway into the United States for um, containerized traffic. I want to say it's 42, 45% of all imports come through Los Angeles and Long Beach. So these, the group was comprised of Invase uh, member company customers and uh, leading executives from carriers that are not customers. So we wanted to really uh, check the temperature of the entire motor carrier community uh, and talk to them about the technology solutions we're building today and what we could do to enhance um, those solutions. So going back to you know, where we sit as a technology provider, what can we do? You know, really the last year and a half has been, um, I mean, interesting is an understatement, right? I think there's going to be a lot of case studies and PhD dissertations uh, in the supply chain, uh, supply chain space uh, written about the last 18 months. One of the things that's really struck me in addition to the, the transparency and the visibility is there's a lot of technology out there today. There's a lot of manual processes that take valuable time from the staff at a carrier, or have a a broker or 3PL, right? A lot of this stuff can be automated right out of your day. Uh, Larry touched on our order AI uh, acquisition with the, uh, the Dre master acquisition. You know, that's a great example of something where we can allow the professionals that work at our customers um, on our customers teams to focus on the hard issues that need to be solved, right? How do you, how do you take a constrained resource and maximize that resource our technology is layering in all of these backend automated processes to take, to give back hours and every single day to dispatchers. Um, a great example is order AI, right? Removing the entire order entry process from a carrier uh, saves an enormous amount of time on a daily, weekly, monthly basis. So I think that's the other thing that we are very focused on from a technology perspective is making the those other stakeholders that are not the drivers... You know, the carrier, owner, the dispatcher, whomever, uh, much more efficient with their time. Um, so kind of a two for one there. It was a great think tank, Larry. I don't know if you wanna expand upon the think tank, um, you know.
1: Yeah, um, I, again, both communities were there um, and the collaboration and watching the interaction as we got to sit back and watch and start engaging questions to watch both, the, both sides of the fence talk and understand what the needs and the wants were for both sides, because they are different. And, and we feel as though that we are a great conduit between the, the trucking community and the terminal operating committee, community. So I, I think that we're able to bridge that gap and how we're able to bridge that gap, gap as Lance said, is technology. We, we, we've got the ability to be bi-directional with our drivers. We've got the ability to be bi-directional with the terminals. And so if we triangulate that whole process, just as in a street turn, Through technology, everybody wins. And so, Brian, I'll I'll, I'll give you a hypothetical is that if the terminal can know exactly the status of a truck inbound with either its loaded container or with an empty, that is a huge efficiency gain for the terminal. It's also big for the driver because if the driver gets to go through a fast pass lane Because they know what they have, they know the driver, they know the truck, they know everything else, they know the container, they know everything, you can can start to become efficient on both sides of the fence, and us being that conduit from technology will allow everybody to to you know be a, a game share winner from
0: that and it's also going to allow that driver that company to make that extra quarter turn a day that that half a turn a day which is what we were talking about a few minutes ago so yeah absolutely i, I hear that and you had a couple of opportunities there larry to use the term trucknology instead of top technology uh-huh. I won't that's okay no
1: Brian. I'm going to start incorporating. I haven't, I haven't stream.
0: cashed in on that revenue stream yet. Yeah, so, yeah, you, so, you, hold you, on. so you're okay for now, but in the future, yeah. So, <laughs> um, so um, I guess one to kind of to summarize because, you know. Yeah, I. I one, one,
1: sorry, Brian. One of the things that I, I think that we did not talk about is that um, we started socializing about an appointment system um, and we've got the ability. Tur- terminal to make- appointment system terminal appointments,
0: Sure, which is what all of our uh, LA Long Beach carriers have asked for, for for a couple of years now. So yeah, perfect.
1: And, and we think that we can be de facto standard on that, and, and both on the port side and on the land side, on the rail side. So we're really excited about that. We've already taken steps with uh, a product now called Invase PreCheck, and that will be in, 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 used as an agnostic tool. You don't have to be in our platform. You could actually go to the app store today and actually download it. And, and we're starting to bring that to commercialization um, a, across you know, mar- not only the Marine area, but also on, on the rail side as well. And we think that that's gonna be a huge win where the drivers won't have app fatigue. So you won't have to go to this app for this and that app for that. You have one app that can do multiple different things. And that's where we're in the process of, of socializing today and and it's really exciting, and that came as a result of being at the you know out at the think tank in California.
0: That's great. Any any additional plans for more think tanks cross
1: country? For sure, you know Lance has already started working with the team. Uh, I think we're we're going one before Iana. Lance, is that right? Uh, we'll be doing one before Iana.
2: That's the plan. Yep.
1: Yeah. So to, to absolutely, um, you know, this isn't just a one and done. This is this is a this is a, a fluid area where we'd like to have multi-parties involved. As Lance said, we brought together outside people that weren't using any of our platforms um, that were on other proprietary systems or on other, you know, commercialized TMSs. And, and we we felt really strongly that, Hey, we want to keep continuing doing this.
0: That's cool. That's really cool. And now another word from our sponsor.
2: Envasay. Envasay. Envasay.
0: Tough to say, but boy, is it easy to use. Adding in Vase's tech for my trucking company has given me more time in the day. I've even cleared out all the paper on my desk to make room for my new Lady Boss mug. Plus, my drivers are happy as clams now that they have everything they need right in their phones. Say it with me and start feeling those boss vibes. And Vase! I want to thank you guys again for joining me today and doing the podcast with me. It's been very informative. You've been excellent guests. My last question is where are we headed in this space uh, where trucking and technology meets? What is the future of truck technology?
2: Yeah, I think that last thing you said there, the future of truck technology it, it's got to, it's got to make it simpler for the driver's, and the carriers and everyone involved in the supply chain to do their job, right? We're not, uh, we're not reinventing how goods are moved. We're optimizing how they're tracked and then how they're moved through a system. And, and Invasay's um, entry point into that is 100% around the, the drayage and intermodal communities uh, in North America, right? We, we save the dispatchers time. We provide a, uh, a better experience in terms of the technology for the drivers, for the dispatchers, for all of our users, uh, which ultimately means more money in the driver's pockets, more money in the carrier's pockets, uh, and a much better technolog- technology experience or truck technology experience, excuse me, um, <laughs> for anyone engaging in our ecosystem. And it's multifaceted. Um, I mentioned the marketplace earlier, right? That's a, that's a relatively new concept here in the drayage and intermodal space, but it's an age-old concept uh, in the broader market. Uh, we have critical mass to be able to bring that to tens and tens of thousands of drivers and thousands of carriers, and uh, that's coming very soon. So I, we've got a, a very interesting path in front of us as Invase, and it's you know it's a it's a pleasure to kind of see all this stuff come together uh, as part of this this team.
0: Great answer, Lance. And Larry, kind of from the bigger picture perspective, not, not necessarily looking at it from the Invase um, perspective, uh, industry-wide, what, what's the future look like for trucking and technology or trucknology?
1: It's getting collaboration, right? It's, it's about having collaboration and sharing information. There's such a reluctancy, Brian, for other companies to share information. That's not our mo at all. Our mo is quite the opposite. Uh, we we want to share information. We want other people to share with us, and we'll share it back with them. And so, the thought being is that you know, is the more information you have, the better off the better off you're going to be in order to do this. Across every aspect of, of transportation and supply chain. So that's really our goal is is to say, hey, how can we share the information that we possess? How can you share what you have? How do we put it back and forth so we've got these bi-directional relationships and multifaceted uh, systems? So you get systems and systems that are talking to one another. I call it an any-to-any network. And we, we've taken the appropriate steps to do that at Invasay today, you know, we've created Invasay Connect, which allows us to connect to anybody. And we're really proud of that. That's probably one of our secret sauces, Brian, quite honestly, is that we've got this ability now where our dev team is just absolutely cranking down Just the greatest ways to connect to anybody, whether it's through an old EDI connection, whether it's through a webhook, whether it's through an API, whether it's through snail mail, whether it's through, you know, doesn't matter. Any way to connect and share that information, that's what's gonna make us all better. And that's what's gonna make, you know, the entire supply chain system better.
0: I agree, Larry. I think one of the biggest roadblocks within the supply chain in the past has been the lack of communication between the uh, parties or players involved in the supply chain. Well, I think that's a great place to wrap this up. Again, thank you, gentlemen, for being a part of this podcast. This has been the Trucknology podcast brought to you by Envasé Technologies, where the code meets the road.
1: Trucking, got my chips cashed in.
0: Keep trucking, life to-